This is a part of the Aggie Radio Show Network. Hi, I'm Caleb Price, and you're listening to Relatable Thoughts. Being an adult is hard enough. What with all the decisions we got to make, major, job, partner, what we even want to do with our lives, I help you figure out exactly what you want here on the podcast, how to overcome the hurdles in the way, your own self-doubt, and how to keep life spicy, and how to just feel good about the life that you're living. Because the secret is, you aren't alone. I've been there. It's totally relatable. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Relatable Thoughts. You're listening to episode 49, and it's going to be fantastic. (laughs) I've been working on this one for a little bit, and I'm excited to share what I am going to share. Um, hopefully it makes sense because I've been working with this kind of more stream of consciousness, um, sort of format, and I hope you're liking it. You know, um, I think it's a great way. It makes it easier for me. I can produce more content and I am well on my way to making my goal of 52 episodes by February 24th. That's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. And it's all for you guys. I mean, I want to do that achievement as well. That's a desire I have, but it, the desire is coming from, of course, this is for you. So if you happen to have a wonderful idea for the podcast, I have included a nice form with the link in bio as well as on my Instagram page. If you go and follow that, um, you'll see a link that'll ask, what do you think should be on the podcast next? Like, what do you desire? I'm basically dedicating the episode to you. So you, as the faithful listener, you get to decide what do you want to hear from me about. Of course, I'm going to include my own ideas in there. I'm going to like intersperse it with interviews and whatnot. But I'd love to hear from you and to give you your own personal little shout out on here. So if that's something that you've wanted, go to the link in bio. You can find that there. Otherwise, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, basically, I had a very interesting week. I had, honestly probably one of the best weeks of my life when it comes to realizing and learning like mind-blowing concepts. If you know me, I'm a big fan of mind-blowing concepts. I love movies that blow my mind like Arrival, Inception, things that just like twist and turn and just give this amazing reveal, Thing ideas that like are bending my mind and it's hard to grasp yet we like get some feeble understanding of it. And it's the same a lot of the times in the world of coaching when it comes to ideas um, and things that people have come up with that I initially am just like, what? Like, how does that fit into my life? Does that actually work? Is this actually true? And you've probably encountered it a little bit on this podcast. If you've been listening for a while, you probably heard something and you're like, that can't be true. Or you're like, whoa, you're blowing my mind right now. Like, that's crazy. But there's probably been initial like, sometimes like some hesitation, I would say, or some uncertainty of whether this is right or not. Um, and so I experienced this. I, so I'm working with um, a coach. Her name is Liv Tally. She's wonderful. Um, I will include her link and stuff so you can check her out if you'd like, but she's a dating coach primarily. But I would say that's really just only to get people's attention because really deep down, she is sort of just like kind of like a, desi- a desire coach, helping you ground yourself with the best version of yourself and loving who you are and it's been amazing but this week she's really like challenged me because I have been pushed kind of to the limit in understanding what does it mean to desire something what does it mean to want something basically because as she was just going on and on and just saying like 
because, well, okay, let me give a little preface for this episode. I will probably be talking a lot from my perspective, which involves my belief in God, being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I don't want that to affect anything or your beliefs or anything. Like, you should continue to listen if, I mean, you get to decide, basically. But I believe this also applies to you. It might have some of that language in there, but really apply it to yourself. You're smart. You know what you're doing. Like, this can apply to you as well. Because guess what? We're all human. These principles apply to each and every one of us because we live in the same world. Um, we might think different things and it might look differently for you, but I believe it can still help you. But just want to give that little preface ahead of time because, I mean, she's of the same faith as me. And so we believe like like we have certain beliefs about God. Yet the thing is, it's interesting because even though we are part of the same church or whatnot, we still have differing beliefs, basically things that limit us or whatnot, because she was going on and saying about like, like, what is it that you desire that, like, God can give you, basically? And I've kind of grown up with the desire, like, or grown up with the idea in mind that, like, as I've noticed over the past couple of years, that my will is never God's will. A lot of the times we talk about God's will, meaning, like, kind of like the will of the universe, the will of life, how things just turn up. Like, I have this amazing desire, yet that's not, it's not going to work out. Or like, it just doesn't seem like to be working for me or it must not be God's will because it's not happening basically. But I've always struggled with this a little bit because it seems like, or at least it seemed like to me a lot of the time that my will was never God's will. So first off, I always felt like I was in the wrong. So there was guilt there. But I also was like, when am I ever going to get this right? When am I ever going to get the thing that I want? And then it's just like, well, it's a matter of sacrifice. It's a matter of like giving up and letting go of our desires and whatnot. And like, those elements might be true in there, but she was really challenging me and just saying like every desire that you have is good. Like every desire that you have came from God because you were made by God. And therefore these desires were made for you to experience by God. And therefore they're all inherently good, which first off, that was a big struggle. And then she was just like knowing that like all this is available to you. And the only thing that you lack when it comes to getting the things that you want is asking for it. What would you ask for? And that really like blew my mind too, because I was like, wait, like why haven't I been asking these things? And then this thought came up and I believe this thought comes up for probably a lot of you guys is the thought, well, I don't deserve it. I don't need it. I don't deserve it. It's not important. And there's all these other kinds of reasons and rationalizations we can come up with. But the biggest one, the biggest thought that came to my mind when it came to breaking down this barrier and realizing like why I haven't been asking for certain things in my life or like why I haven't been desiring is because I don't deserve it. Which realizing this kind of thought kind of sent me into a spiral because one, I was just like, oh, that's ugly. Like, what does that even mean? And blah, 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 blah. Fortunately, I got coached on it. It's a lot of BS because your brain, your muffin head, if you will, is kind of being mean to you. Well, not kind of. It is being mean to you. It's just utterly trying to be like, well, you don't deserve that. Like you as a human being don't deserve, you know, happiness or peace or these wonderful things that you want for your life as if we don't deserve it. And when we see that for what it is, it kind of seems ridiculous, because it is ridiculous. But the thing is, we oft, so often buy into this belief. Uh, here's an example. So, like, 
my sister, she just came home from the mission, Savannah, and my mom, I had dinner with her and it was wonderful. And she was talking about this experience where they were buying stuff or she's moving back into college. And so, she, you know, she needs new furniture. She needs new, like, I don't know, groceries, all those sorts of things, basically. And so, like, my mom's looking at shelves. My mom's looking at, like, decorations or I don't know. It's not decorations, but, like, things to design the room, basically. And for like almost everything my sister was like well like i don't need that like or like i can get it later or like you know like it's just not i don't need that that's not important like i can get by which i think is really funny because it's exactly what i thought when i came home from my mission because if i'm thinking in my mindset i was just like i was working with people that were so destitute and so poor in their conditions that i didn't want to quote unquote inconvenience that deprive people of that sort of thing or I felt like I like had to live a morally higher life of being without objects or not desiring certain things or it could have just simply been the fact that I was uncomfortable which is money I was living on a small paycheck trying to make you know just meals balance out and whatnot and so like being given all these things and realizing like how much you depend on people you're just like well I don't deserve it like I can't take this and I don't know about you guys, but that's a mentality that is so common with all of us when it comes to our desires is that we don't deserve it. We don't deserve nice things. We don't deserve to have nice clothes or we don't deserve to have a nice car or not even nice, I'll say. Like, it doesn't have to be nice. Like, I mean, first off, that's just a thought because a lot of people have bad taste (laughs) or you think a lot of people have bad taste or a lot of people might think you yourself have bad taste, but Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, is that it's not about nice. It's about what do you want? Like you've probably wanted something pretty deep down, basically. Like I know, I don't know, like when it came down to getting certified as a life coach, like I wanted that. It felt like the right thing to do. I was just like, this is so much needed for young people, basically. Or I want to start this podcast but so often came up this like shame or this guilt of like, well, I don't like, do I really want this? Like I have to show up to people basically. And like, maybe I don't deserve it. Like, am I flaunting my knowledge? Am I being prideful? Am I being selfish and greedy in this desire that I have? And we kind of hide it basically. Like I remember talking to my parents about it. Like, you know, you'd talk to them about like, oh, there's this thing I want. Like, I don't know, like, when I was a teenager, like going to the movies, like you're like, I want to go with my friends and like that, but I need like $10. And so I'm just like, Hey, like mom, like, you know, like a bunch of friends are going to the movies. Like, I mean, I don't like have to go or anything. Like I'd I'd be nice. You know, we're all going, it'd be kind of cool, but like, you know, have to go like, you know, I really don't deserve it or whatnot. You probably wouldn't say that, but deep down that is the thought that is driving it. Or you just don't want to be open and revealing of like, hey, I have this desire. Almost as if we shun desire. Why? Well, I think it's because a lot of us inherently believe that desire is evil. That we shouldn't have desire. Or even like, it's not that like we don't want more out of life or we don't want to do things. Like there's a certain path that we all ascribe to. Like, you know, you go to school, you want an education, you graduate, you go to college, you get that degree, you find someone to marry, you get that, you have children, da 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 da. This is like a pretty standard path. It might not be like that for you because that was, you know, that was just like mine, but it could have been totally different for you. But like this idea is like you couldn't want anything more or you couldn't want anything different or wanting those sorts of things was evil. 
let, let me put this example. This one is kind of personal, honestly, and I realized this later on, is that when I was in high school, I really loved music. I really, really, really loved music. Like I played the violin and I still do. Wanted to be a music major because I wanted to compose. I just thought this dream of like, I want to compose music. I want to compose film scores. I want to like conduct orchestras across the nation and just like create beauty. And I still have that desire. Like, don't get me wrong. That is still there. But it was so strong in high school. Yeah, I remember like crying to my choir teacher one day because deep down I just like felt like I couldn't do that like that desire was unworthy because it didn't work with the desire of having a family or God didn't want me to do that like there was a different path for me it would have been impossible because like a family is a certain unit and like the dad has to be present and you know music is just not cohesive with that dream and you have to work a lot and da 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 it's just like my desires were out of place like you know like because like when it comes to like most people's like relationship with God or some higher being, basically, it's like that always is going to trumpet. We want that so much. We want that good. Yet it feels like our desires like kind of pale in comparison as if like, is this like, I don't know, like this like dirty, like taboo thing that we're trying to hide basically. Like, I don't know, like you're like trying to, it's like, is if you were trying to like impress someone like your girlfriend or your mom and then you're like hiding the fact that like you play D&D or you're hiding the fact that you're like super into video games and you love that part about yourself but you're like ashamed of it. I don't know if that example made any sense, but the idea is there and that desire is often attributed to being evil or wrong and I felt wrong for music and so I kind of gave up on that dream. Well, I didn't give up. Let me say this. I went so far with it. Um and then after my mission, I b- honestly I realized like my desire was not necessarily to like invest my life as a job in music was to invest my life as a passion in music. And I still hope to do that um, truly one day. And I've discovered other things that I desire. And so like when desire changes, when you have changing desires, like you want to do a different career or you want to do something different, like that's important too basically like it's okay for desire to change it's okay for you to be like i want to do something different because as human beings we require variety it's just that so often we're placing so much guilt upon us for just the wanting to do something where am i going with any of this really i want to just drive home the point that i believe all desire is inherently good or not even good or bad necessarily it's just there inside of us i would argue that it's good I even like, I mean, if I have to choose an argument, it's good because God made us or the universe made you. Therefore, you are a unique being with these individual desires coming to you. Now, like, you know, if you believe in God, obviously there is a law put in place. Or if you believe in the universe, there's a law put in place. So like, you know, you desire to fly, for example. Well, you yourself can't just do that you can't just will yourself to fly unless you're like a superman or whatnot but we can create something that'll help us fly that's still enacting on our desires yet we have to operate within those bounds basically and it's the same with like with god and like things like that we avoid like sin and mistakes and whatnot is that so often we just think well it's just inherently wrong it's like no but there's just ways in which we need to go about doing it, or at least the way that God sees fit. And that is up to you to decide whether you believe or not. 
like you get to choose in the end because it's your life and it's your agency. Desire allows you to act in agency, to exercise your ability to be a creator, basically, to create what is not what you just simply think and allow it to become reality that makes any sense <laughs> so basically like there's a couple scriptures that come to mind one in moses uh there's a scripture that talks about like um all things were created spiritually before they were created physically when they were talking about the creation as god is planning it out i'm sorry obviously i'm diving into the scriptures but like i'm just using these examples in that all things were spiritually created before they were physically created and the way I attribute that is that all things were created by thought, by desire, and then were manifested physically. We're given bodies, basically, given reality around us. And it's the same with us. Our desires are the seed of thought, basically. Like desire is the seed of faith, in my opinion, because like even if you don't believe, you can have the desire to believe, basically. Desire is the root of it all for you. So if you have a desire to, you know, reach a certain dream, reach a certain goal, then from that desire is going to come belief, belief that you can do it, belief that you will do it, belief that things will work out in order in the universe for your favor, basically, and belief that you are not wrong for having that desire, basically. And that is how you create things in your life. That is how you create the, that's how you've created the world in which you live, basically. And so examining the life that you have with this new awareness, basically, like, honestly, take stock. Like, what is in your life that you don't like? And what is in your life that you do like? And recognize how it was your desires that allowed them to be there, basically. How your desire got you to where you were. So for me, like, I wanted an education. I desired to be a music major at the beginning. And so I came to Utah State. And then from that desire, I desired to graduate with physics and I'm about to graduate in physics. I desired to have a job and I'm, you know, and I have a job lined up after. And not to say that, like, just because you desire something, it's going to happen. But as my coach says, God is going to give you or the universe is going to give you what you desire or something better. Because it's always for your good. It's always for your good. So what you want, basically, is a good thing. And if you don't get that said thing, it's because something better is along the way. Or we are blocking ourselves from receiving the thing that we desire truthfully. It's because of mental blocks, like, I don't deserve this. Or other people are being incapacitated by that. It's greedy. It's selfish. When really, God wants us to desire the universe has been given to us and we have been given consciousness. And so our job on earth is really to have joy, is to appreciate the things around us, to appreciate the earth, to make good use of it and to make good use of our minds and to create. And creation only occurs from the heart of desire, basically. And so to finish up things, I, in another scripture, we're talking about Abraham. So Abraham being the father of Israel and of many nations. And of course, if this doesn't make sense, just think about a guy who wanted things to be different, basically. He was, his father, I mean, tried to sacrifice him because he was worshiping Egyptian gods. It's not important. Basically, 
he desired a different life. He desired to give people a different way. Um, he desired to follow God. And so there's this verse that just stood out in my mind, and I'll paraphrase in terms of the idea that Abraham desired so much. He desired a nation. He desired to be the leader of a large nation, to be the father of thousands of generations, basically, to lead a generation, a people towards God and also to kind of like receive his power. And so that's just like mind blowing to me to be like, you know what, the next day, like, I just want to be the ruler of nations. Like, I want this blank, basically. And just to like want it, to desire it and then to ask for it and then to work for it. Um, and to create it and to work on the mental blocks that are blocking us from receiving these things and where our faith is, basically, because if we have faith, we receive. If we have belief, we are able to attract what is there for us. Now, if you don't vibe with anything that I'm saying right now, it's totally okay. You're probably going to experience a lot of resistance to these ideas. But what I want to let you know is that the resistance that you experience towards this concept of desire or the resistance you experience to any concepts basically is because of what's inside of you not outside of you not because of what's being said it's because of how you are interpreting it and how you're hearing it what is the what are the beliefs in your mind that are making it kind of like an error error this is danger sort of situation so like for me when i first heard this idea of desire it resulted in an error because i'm like well i'm going to deprive other people or like that's not what God does or like sacrifice and all these other, these thoughts. And I want to emphasize that they're thoughts, meaning you get to choose whether you believe them. You can choose and there's, it's not bad or good what you decide. You just get to decide what your belief is, but just decide, is that the thing you want? I've decided to kind of lean in it because it's still kind of dangerous and daunting and like, oh my gosh, like what's going to happen? But lean into this idea that desires are good. The desire leads us to what's possible for our lives. And it's okay to want more for your life. Want something different. It's okay to desire money. It's okay to desire like having a partner one day. It's okay to desire a happy marriage. It's okay to desire having children. It's okay to desire graduating college okay to desire the job of your dreams it's okay to desire your dream car your dream clothes outfit i don't know i don't really relate to that necessarily there's clothes that i like and that still works is even if you just like something that can be your desires and you can work towards those simple things and so just kind of as an exercise try just desiring small things just try desiring small things for your life like you desire like um, more income or you're desiring a better relationship with the people around you um desiring you know greater happiness and peace or just desiring you know a thing basically like i don't know just something small it could even be like a candy bar really i mean you could probably go out there and get it right now but practicing just desiring and not blaming yourself for it not shaming yourself for it, not thinking that God doesn't want you for it, I want you to do it, but leaning into, I want to do it, so I'm going to do it, basically. And watch what is going to happen to you, basically. Watch how more alive you feel, how more in tune you're going to feel with yourself, and how much more in love 
and acceptance you'll feel in yourself because you're finally honoring your desires. I've gone so long in my life, basically not honoring my desires, the things that I want for myself, making myself wrong for my desires. And that's painful. That's so hurtful. It hurts so much. And I'm done with it, basically. I'm not going to blame myself and shame myself for desires that I've had. Of course, there is going to be an ebb and flow to all of this. But I truly believe that the universe, God, wants what is good for you. And that your desires are inherently good. So often we focus on the small aspect like, well, what if this is going to make me greedy? What if this is going to change me into a terrible person? We'll focus on the exact opposite then. Focus on how this thing that you desire is going to help people, bless people, realize the thing that you also desire, which is to be a good person, basically. Like, like to be a good person, like the money that you're going to make, you could just give it all away. Or the, the clothes that you have, like, you know, will help you show up for yourself and others around you because you are showing that you love yourself, basically. The college degree is for other people. The classes that you're going to take, the sports, the fun, all these things that you are doing, quote unquote, for yourself, that is, quote unquote, selfish, is for other people's gain. So other people have an authentic experience with you and that you are there with them experiencing life rather than dreading, shaming, stuck internally. Okay, my friends, I hope this made some lick of sense to you. <laughs> if it didn't, or you have some questions, like please leave them to me. I'd love to talk with you about desire because it's something that I'm working towards as well, as you can tell. I just wanted to give you these initial thoughts because they're blowing my mind right now in just how just a simple thing in believing in yourself and believing that your desires are okay and are acceptable before God and that you acting on them is going to get you where you want to be in life or better. It's not against his will. He wants you to do it. In fact, we're supposed to appreciate and create. It's all there for you. So what do you want in life? What do you want for yourself? Because it's all good. It's all there for you. There's nothing bad or evil about the desire of your heart. Thank you, my friends. I hope you liked this episode. Thank you, my friends. I hope you got something from this episode and I'll see you next week. If you're struggling with anxiety, need help making a decision, or just want to feel better about something, coaching with me is the answer. Send me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to talk with you.